Hi, I'm Jessica. And I'm Ashley, and we're the Theme Parkettes. Find out more about us, our store, our vacation planning services, and more at themeparkettes.com. Today, we are flying from Orlando to Hollywood. What, what, what? We're in California I mean, not like now. Literally, but. No, we're not literally know. flying. We're just. <laughs> It's part two of our theme park shopping districts episode. We are discussing the fabulous world-class dining, entertainment, Instagrammable snacks, fun, and of course, shopping, because as Ashley said, retail is my thrill ride. That's right. So last episode, part one, we covered the ones in Orlando, Disney Springs, and Universal City Walk Orlando. So if you are planning a trip to Orlando, go ahead and check out that episode. But if you're planning a trip to go to Disneyland, to California Adventure, to Universal Hollywood, or to Knott's Berry Farm, this is the episode that you're really going to want to listen to because we're going to cover all of the good times and fun and deliciousness to be had at these shopping districts. And the snacks. Didn't I say snacks? Did you say snacks? Well, I'm going to reemphasize, and the yeah. snacks. Mostly the snacks. <laughs> Mostly the snacks. I mean, really, that's what we're here for is the food. So the big difference between downtown Disney, which is the what it's called in Anaheim, and Disney Springs in Orlando, is that Disney Springs is like its own separate, you have to drive there, right? Mm-hmm. It's 120 acres. It's all like in its own world, basically. <laughs> For lack of a better term, yes. <laughs> For downtown Disney, basically you walk through downtown Disney almost to get to the parks if you're going from one side. There is a side where you could be dropped off and go right to the Esplanade where Disneyland is on your right and Disney's California Adventure is on your left, the entrances to those parks. But if you're coming from, you parked and you went in on the tram from the Mickey and Friends or Pixar lot, you're likely having to walk through downtown Disney. Even just a little bit of it. Yeah. And we think that you should. And if you're staying on property at Grand Californian Hotel, Disneyland Hotel, or Paradise Pier, you're absolutely going to be all up in downtown Disney. So (laughs) we are going to tell you about why you shouldn't just run past it. And all of the fun and delicious things to see and do and eat there because it's not just like a little souvenir shop. No, it is big. And it's really fun about Downtown Disney in Anaheim, which different than Disney Springs in Orlando, is that it didn't exist until California Adventure was built. Right. Which is kind of crazy to think about, but it makes sense. That whole space used to be just a, just a parking lot. It was just a giant parking lot for Disneyland. And when they built California Adventure, gave Disney the opportunity to build downtown Disney on the West Coast. And it's almost, I don't want to say it's cooler, but like it's different in so many ways that I don't even think the two are comparable. Yeah. Unlike Disney Springs at downtown Disney in Anaheim, you can actually take the monorail into the theme park. Yeah, that's really fun. It's like right smack in the center of downtown Disney. Also, it's funny because going back to the history of it, they built Disneyland and they built the Disneyland Hotel, like all the way on the other side of the parking lot. So Mm -hmm. it was like, so the monorail sort of made sense too, because from the Disneyland Hotel, you would get on the monorail and go right and literally you could go take it into Tomorrowland, which is kind of amazing. So you didn't even have to do that front entrance. But why wouldn't you want to see the castle? But I get it. If you've seen the castle, (laughs) is your second day there, third day there, and you just want to get in and go to the park? I totally get it. So maybe you'd want to take the monorail in. But also, it's just fun that like the monorail goes through downtown Disney and, and you can see all of it. There's definitely a lot of really great restaurants and some okay restaurants. <laughs> I want to just be fair. You know, like La Brea Bakery, you can, they have like a quick service side and they have a side where you can sit down and it's fine. Yeah, it's La Brea Bakery. It's, it's, it's like sandwiches and soup. Yep. I mean, it's, you know. Almost all of the restaurants have this feature, which I think is really cool, that they have like a sit down dining option, but then they also have their quick service side. So Naples Ristorante also has like Napolina. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you, if you like just want to grab like a slice of pizza, you can get it. Or if you want to sit down and have a nice Italian dinner, you can. 
Ralph Brennan's Jazz Kitchen yes. has that option. So if you just want your Ashley and you just want the beignet. <laughs> How did you guess? <laughs> yeah. I know you. I know you too yep. well. Or if you want to sit down and listen to jazz and have a server and it's two levels, it's really nice. Lots of great people watching, really New Orleans themed. That's just like a great restaurant. And also Tortilla Joe's, which is a great Mexican restaurant and really big. And they have indoor and outdoor dining, upstairs dining as well. Also has the taqueria and it's a little quick service. You can get just a couple tacos to go, whatever you're in the mood for, so that you don't have to sit down, but you can still get some deliciousness and also alcohol to go, which yes, is obviously nice. Yes. Yeah. You can get some aguas frescas or domestic beers. Yum. And Black Tap Craft Burgers mm-hmm. also has a window just for their crazy milkshakes. So yes. you can just go, if you're just going for the crazy milkshakes, you can literally just go to the walk-up window on the outside of the restaurant and get one of those insane- Crazy shakes. <laughs> crazy shakes. They're called crazy shakes. You can get just a plain milkshake for like 10 bucks. But if you want to pay the extra and have something that you can have on your Instagram page, which is basically like everybody does it. You can't just like grab that and just start drinking it. Like you have to take a photo of it because it's, you know, one of those shakes with the fruity pebbles around the rim and the huge piece of cake on top of the mason jar. I mean, it's just. They're literally crazy. Yeah. Crazy shakes for sure. So, yeah, that's something that I really love about Downtown Disney that it's like, oh, I really want to go to Black Tap and get a crack, but I don't want to do the whole thing and sit down and, and wait and all of that. There's a bunch of those places where you can get things to go, which I think is just also really smart, especially if you're staying at a hotel there, then you can grab that and take it back to your hotel. Yeah. Disneyland, as we've talked about before, is very much a locals park. There's only a handful of Disneyland resorts, but there's a lot of like outside hotels and and resorts to stay at. It's really smart of them to have more of these semi to go options because it really like people are really coming and going a lot more in downtown Disney versus you know, at Disney Springs. So yeah, more of the table service. Let's go back and talk more about, make sure we covered all of the the table service dining options. Ballast Point is semi-newer. It is my husband's favorite place to go at Downtown Disney because they have excellent beers at Ballast Point Brewing Company and just great like Brussels sprouts and just, it's like just Southern California kind of dining, but tons of beers on tap and a gorgeous rooftop patio. He loves, there's the bacon fig burger. Mm. I mean, there's just like all sorts of like great craft beers. Also great wines, by the way, if you're not a beer person, they also have a ton of really great wines there as well. And just like really great views. You're just looking around. It's just Southern California, nice, just fun place to go for sure. So I highly recommend that, especially if you are a beer drinker. Black Tap, as we mentioned. Also has great vegan and gluten-free options. They're like Mm -hmm. burgers, really popular. I've eaten there. I had their vegan burger once and it was just, it's like a throwback kind of place. You know what I mean? It's kind of got like a New York vibe. I don't know how else to call it, but like it's really popular, I guess, um, in New York City. And so now there's one in downtown Disney, which is really awesome. There's also a Splitsville luxury lane. Splitsville, that's right. Which has, you can get food there. R.I.P. House of Blues. I know. that's what used to be there. Mm-hmm. And fun story. Jessica, you have a fun House of Blues story because your brother played at that House of Blues. That's right. He did. He played in that little outdoor area, which is still open. There's still a live entertainment outside on the patio at Splitsville. They've recently expanded the patio. They did that because of COVID times. But now I think it's going to stay, which is really great. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. So it's not just in front anymore. It's also over on the side. And so there's even more outdoor dining. And yeah, that's really cute. And then, of course, it's two levels inside with tables and bowling lanes. And there's also a great walk-up bar. It's like an indoor-outdoor bar. You can reach it from the inside or they have like outdoor windows. And you can just roll up to there and get a cucumber margarita to go. Or they have those like frozen drinks on tap, if you know what Mm -hmm. I mean. Like they Mm -hmm. have it like chilling in there and you just like get a drink to go and It's actually a really good place if you are meeting friends to go into the parks like in the day or or just meeting them at downtown Disney. It's really great to just say, I'll meet you at the bar at Splitsville. And that way, you know, because you can people watch and see people coming by, it's just an easy place to find people. So yeah, it's a great location. Hot tip. Oh, we didn't have a hot tip last episode. I know. This is (laughs) the hot tip. Similarly, another good spot is the Uva Bar in Mm -hmm. Cafe, which is like right in the middle 
literally it's like in the middle of the walkway (laughs) in downtown Disney, but it's a great spot to like meet people and people watch and you get some really cool drinks there and some interesting food. Honestly, that is the place that I was like in my head, like saving for last to talk about because (gasps) it's like, no, it's fine. (laughs) I'm glad you brought it up because it is, it's the best. It's It's just the best. It's so great, especially in the evening when the lights go down and they turn on like the string lights outside on the palm trees and everything. And it's just so everybody's just in a good mood and there's just people all around you, but you're in like this little oasis. It's lovely. They have breakfast, lunch and dinner there. It's not too pricey. It's sort of like the sister bar of Catal, mm-hmm. which is right next to it, which is probably, you know, one of the fancier, maybe the fanciest dining that you can get at downtown Disney, unless I'm forgetting something. Yeah, no, no that's yeah, like right. the fanciest one. So this, it's more like the salads and burgers, but it's still like the same company it's as like Catal. Tapas and yeah. 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 So it's definitely more of that like, lounge kind of feel but it's complete i mean literally the whole thing is outdoors so yeah you're completely in the and you know one thing i mean we always say that you should make a reservation but one thing to remember too is that because it's this little outdoor cafe seating is super limited so if you mm-hmm. want to go and check it out you should definitely make a reservation it just really isn't that big of a spot yeah. to begin with but since we're already talking about it a little bit let we can talk about Catal. I hesitate to talk about it just because I didn't have the best dining experience there. I went for my anniversary and we got to see literally like the best seat in the house, which is right by the window outside of like in the top area, like where the sign that says Catal is, which is supposed to be the best because you see fireworks at night from it, which is really wonderful. If you time it right, then you can get the Disneyland fireworks from the patio. I mean, yeah. But like the food, the food was only okay for the price. Okay, okay. You know, it's Mediterranean, and maybe I just didn't love my gluten-free option as much as other people might like there. You know, and also I'm a vegetarian, and it's a you know like I've heard that like the pork corn arepas and the what's it called the chorizo bilbao or whatever like that's supposed mm-hmm. to be amazing. So if you are not a vegetarian, you might like it more than I. Than I did. But if you are a vegetarian or gluten free, I wouldn't necessarily recommend spending your money at Catal. But that's like good advice, right? That's yeah. helpful for people to know that like there are some, you know, mm. especially in downtown Disney where there's not a ton of places to eat. I mean, there's right. there's a good number, but it's not, you know, there's not a lot of them. You definitely want to make sure that you're making, you know, the best choice. But they also they do have a great wine selection. Mm -hmm. And their indoor bar is actually lovely and has those big windows as well. And so if you do go up there to just have a drink or if you can't get into Uva Bar or you still just like want a nice view of everything and and want to have like more of like a fancy glass of wine or a a spun cocktail, that's like a lovely place to go. Yeah. They have a lot of like top shelf liqueur there. Yeah. It's definitely a great spot. In terms of other dining at downtown Disney. Naples, again, another great bar. They're really doing well with the bar. I even like the bar at La Brea Bakery. It's small, but like they just have like nice, pretty bars. When do they open a bar at La Brea Bakery? Has it always been there? It's oh no, it's been there. Yeah, you have to like go in and find it on the right because you're thinking to the left where they have like the quick service, then they have the outdoor dining right over to the right inside there. That's where the bar is. I mean, literally, it's not that I haven't been. I mean, I literally, when I go to La Brea Bakery, it's to eat like pastries on my way yeah, into the baguette. I <laughs> <laughs> no. just want to make it clear that like, I have yeah. been there many times. I just literally didn't know there was a bar in there. But they have expanded the Naples Ristorante Ibar. And it's very, <laughs> like, so charming. It's just so charming. The string lights outside and, you know, you can get pizza or like spaghetti and meatballs and it's a really lovely place to eat and to have a drink and to watch. That's the closest one to the park. So I guess mm-hmm. La Brea Bakery is, but like in terms of outdoor, you know, bar. So you are kind of seeing people come in from the tram or going out yeah. to the tram. Also, the fountain is right. There's like a cute fountain over there. So it's a really lovely place. It's really pretty. Mm-hmm. But I guess here's where I kind of want to bring something else up, Ashley, mm-hmm. is that even though we're talking about the shopping district itself, Disneyland is unique in that because all of their resorts and parks are walking distance. Mm-hmm. I mean, we really need to mention that the hotels that you can walk to that you don't need admission to have some really, I mean, 
not the hotels, but like the hotels have restaurants and shopping and quick service that you don't have to pay admission or be a hotel guest to enjoy. Right. And the number one thing when I think of downtown Disney, which isn't technically downtown Disney, it's the <laughs> Disneyland Hotel, is of course Trader Sam's. Of course, it's Trader Sam's. I mean, what else would you be thinking about? It's Trader Sam's. Right? So I think that we even have to talk about the awesome options at the hotels as Trader Sam's because, I mean, what are you doing with your life if you're not visiting <laughs> Trader Sam's when you go? <laughs> if you are someone who loves anything tiki or just themed bars, restaurants. It's so fun. You just go through downtown Disney, walk away from the barks towards the Disneyland Hotel, make a left once you get into like the square, like that is the Disneyland Hotel. It's an outdoor, it's like where the hotel is. Yeah. It's kind of like a courtyard, right? Like the hotel is kind of like around the pool. And so if you go to the left, you will find the Tangaroa Terrace, where you can get some food and sit outside. But if you can, go inside. If it's not too crazy, sit at the bar and have just the best experience having a tropical drink that you've ever had. <laughs> it's so much fun. I have When I have clients that are going to Disneyland for the first time, a lot of them are like, I want to go to Trader Sam's and trying to describe where it is. Because I think people think it's either inside one of the parks or when they're like, oh, it's at the Disneyland Hotel, people walk right past it because you don't see it. Yeah, from it's hard where to find. you walk, like where the walkway is, you're seeing Tangaroa Terrace. Mm -hmm. It's on the other side of that building. And so it's not super obvious. And the number of people that are like, I walked into the Disneyland Hotel lobby and it wasn't there. And I was like, no, it's out. <laughs> it's outside. It's by the pool. Like go to the pool and yeah. then turn around and it's right in front of you. But yeah, I mean, it is one of the best spots at Disneyland for sure. And I think it counts. I mean, I feel like it's technically it's not a downtown Disney, but like it's a couple of steps away. So I think it totally mm -hmm. counts. Right. So the Tangaroa Terrace part is like the quick service food part of it mm -hmm. that's outside. And then it's really great too. And they have a little like, fire pit area at night. That's just really fun. But Trader Sam's is actually inside and that's just a bar and lounge. And I don't believe that you can get food in there. They might actually let you bring food in there. But in general, it's about the drinks. And don't let anybody tell you anything else. Just order the uh oh uh <laughs> trust me get or you know get one of the fun drinks mm -hmm. and look around and see what happens and you're gonna <laughs> if you love the jungle cruise the polynesian resort anything tiki you're gonna love you're gonna love trader stamps it's so much fun but beware the drinks are very strong mm -hmm. also if we're talking about the disneyland hotel we obviously have to talk about steakhouse 55 pricey, but amazing, delicious, definitely like an event type of dining experience, right, Ash? For sure. Takeout 55 is definitely one of the more upscale places to eat at Disneyland Resort. So it is definitely one of those places that like if you have a special occasion or you're celebrating something and you know, you want the Disney service, but you don't want to go into the parks, then Steakhouse 55 is a great option. But also, like we say all the time, reservations strongly recommended it is popular yeah. and yeah. um you know especially in the evening harder to get a reservation so definitely call or go onto the app and yeah. make a reservation for it but yeah think old hollywood think like you know black and white photos of walt disney a crazy wine cellar and they even have an oak room that you can reserve for parties of up to 24 guests so mm -hmm. if you're having like a special birthday yeah what's the name of that old Hollywood Italian restaurant. Musso and Frank's. Yes, that's what it reminds me kind of of a little bit. Or Smokehouse. Yeah, so it has that kind of vibe to it a little bit, like that mm -hmm. very Californian, very old school Hollywood. You know, you feel like you go in there and you're going to see a celebrity sitting in the booth next to you kind of thing. And you just might. Who knows? It's very possible. But yeah, delicious, delicious restaurant. The afternoon tea is at Steakhouse 55. Make a reservation for that. It's like a high European tea, just like unbelievable desserts and little tea sandwiches and aperitifs, cordials. <laughs> <laughs> and they have a kid's party too. Scones. Yeah. So you can do a classic one, the premium one, or the kid's tea party, which is just like cute scones and desserts. And they can do hot chocolate and, you know, milk. It's super cute. It's a really fun option. And I don't know if there's people know that it exists because there are very right. few people that I know have done it. 
And it's just a really kind of unique way to spend a couple of hours in the afternoon. But do know that they only do it on certain days of the week. So if that is your plan, you definitely want to make sure that you pick the right day. Yeah. (laughs) Because it's only available on the weekends. What most people have done at the Disneyland Hotel is Goofy's Kitchen, Mm -hmm. which is arguably the best character dining at Disneyland. Would you agree? You're putting me on the spot. I am. I I didn't think I was. So this is what makes it hard. It's like, you know, I love Goofy's Kitchen. I made you get up super early and dragged you you to a birthday brunch there that you had no input on. So (laughs) I love, I do love Goofy's Kitchen. But if we're talking about character dining where you don't have to go into the parks, I do have a soft spot. And this is another hot tip. I do have a soft spot for Storytellers Cafe inside the Grand Californian. Yeah. And the reason why is their breakfast and their brunch buffet has character experience. And I mean, the food is delicious. The food in both Mm -hmm. locations is delicious. But I think one of the reasons why I love Storytellers so much is that anytime I've gone, it's never been busy. Right. I just don't think people either know that it exists or I don't know. I don't know if they care. I think the vibe is completely different. It is. Goofy's Kitchen is like, I think more kids loud. There's like a parade of characters and like brightly colored and you put sprinkles on your pancakes. You know what I mean? Like it's that kind of kids running around and that type of thing. We're storytellers. It's like the wooden (laughs) carved things in the wall. And the buffet is a little more elegant. And there's still characters and they still come to your table. But it's not like, like it's not, (laughs) it's not like so in your face. You know what I mean? It's more. It's casual. Like Chip and Dale wander over and they're like, hello. Right. But not casual dining. It's still no, like a, no, no. It's a fancy buffet, fancier yeah. than Goofy's Kitchen, but it's like for sure mellow, more mellow. Yes, it is. It's more Californian. The food, I will say the food is really good, regardless of whether you're there for character dining or not. I mean, mm-hmm. even if I was going to downtown Disney and, and wasn't going to the parks, I would totally be down to eat a meal there just because the food yeah. is, is delicious. The space is huge. So you have a lot of room in there. It's really good for big parties. And the other hot tip is that if by chance you are planning to go to one of the parks, it's literally like basically the Grand Californian is on top of California Adventure. So like it's a quick walk to either park from there. So it's hard for me to choose for character dining at uh, Downtown Disney. Then I, feel I will like make you choose. They're just they're different vibes. They're different Very vibes. Very different vibes. Very different for vibes. Sure. For sure. But yeah. Quickly, just finishing up the Disneyland Hotel, and then we'll pop over to the Grand California Inn, is that also the Disneyland Hotel is the only other place that you can get a Dole Whip that isn't Mm -hmm. inside Disneyland. So if you just are there and you don't want to spend the money on a park ticket, but you're dying for a Dole Whip, you can get that at the Tangaroa Terrace. I forgot to mention that when we were talking about I meant to say that earlier, and then we got talking about Trader Sam's (laughs) and I got distracted. But yes, if you just want a Dole Whip, if like that's the thing, you can go to the Dole Whip with rum. Hey. Also an option, which also is not an option that's not, not in the a parks. thing you cannot mm-hmm. get at Magic Kingdom because there's no alcohol in Magic Kingdom. Well, there is, but not at where you get the Dole Whips. Yeah. Well, I'm thinking of both, like in both Disneyland yeah. and yeah, like you can't, right. you can't get the Dole with, with rum. Yeah, for sure. And again, it, for those of you who haven't been there, it's not really separate from downtown Disney. It's like it kind of blends right into it, the Disneyland Hotel, all the hotels, really. Except maybe Paradise Pier. Paradise Pier is like a little bit more of a of a walk across, but it's still right there. Yeah. Paradise Pier is definitely a little bit of a distance, I would say. Mm-hmm. Like it's certainly, you have to be intentional to go to Paradise Pier just because of where it's located. I usually don't. Like that's not a thing that I normally do unless I'm yeah. specifically trying to go and, and get my reservation there. But let's go to the Grand Californian. Because like <sighs> you said, like if you're going to La Brea Bakery or to... Ralph Brennan's Jazz Kitchen. Like you're right there at the Grand Californian. You can walk right through past the Sephora and the Disney dress shop. There's a little tunnel right there and take a right and or even a left. And there's some amazing options for food. So we have to talk about what we've talked about before, which is Napa Rose, which oh, is arguably yeah. the best restaurant at Disneyland Resort property, like of any of the restaurants. Sure. And if you've listened to our past episodes, from our last season, you'll know that Jessica got a very special dinner there for her birthday a couple of years ago. So also one of those places that like you can go and have a great experience there. It's literally steps away from downtown Disney. You just walk right in to Mm -hmm. the resort. 
And we mentioned storytellers, the lounge at Napa Rose for sure. Mm-hmm. Also, got to give a props to that. You're going to think this is crazy. No, no I'm not, waiting. Not for you. It. I know exactly what you're going to talk go about. Go to the lobby of the Grand Californian. <laughs> go to the lobby. First of all, a great place to take a nap. <laughs> they have a fire. It is a great napping location. They have rocking chairs. They have couches. And then, of course, in the wintertime, they have the massive Christmas tree and the massive gingerbread house. So you've got to go there. But right off the side there as well, to the side of the Grand Californian lobby, is the Hearthstone Lounge. It's like a rustic, think like you're in a ski lodge and you're going over to the lounge to have a cocktail. They also have food there. You can get snacks. They do a continental breakfast there. But it's a great, just a place like a crackling fire, get a drink and walk over in the wintertime in front of that lounge. That's where they'll have the boozy hot chocolates Mm -hmm. and the s'mores and things like that that are great. Grab those, go sit in a rocking chair. You're going to love it. Such a great place to hang out, to eat for sure. It is such a good spot. While we're talking about the Grand Californian, should also mention that there is a spa at the Grand Californian. Mm -hmm. So if you do not have to be a hotel guest to take advantage of the spa options. So if that's something you're into and you really want like a really nice spa experience and want to kind of kick back during your day, totally an option. Again, definitely call, make reservations, (laughs) like book your services. I don't think that they think it's rare that they have walk-up options. But in any case, I believe it's the only spa at Disneyland. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So definitely an option um, if you want to kind of have a little bit of a treat yourself day down there. I love that. There's also like some other outdoor dining, the GCH Craftsman Grill. at, Mm -hmm. And a lot of people like that. It's kind of private, you know, maybe not so much for kids. This is weird, but like a great place to have like a meeting. Yeah. No, it <laughs> like, is. You know what it's I mean? True. Like a business yeah. meeting. It's a good like place to talk to people. If you are going to go over to Paradise Pier, let's just touch on that. They have a character breakfast, the Disney PCH Grill. They have a lounge called the Surfside Lounge. They have a rooftop place called the Sandbar, which has awesome views. Great viewing for fireworks shows that people never talk about. Yeah. But that's kind of Paradise Pier. But a lot of times... Most people are only going to Paradise Pier during the day if they're not hotel guests there, if they couldn't get a reservation someplace else. Yeah. But it's still a great (laughs) option. It's just a little bit of a further walk, but still absolutely worth mentioning because you can walk there. Yeah, you definitely can. Let's get away from like the sit down dining and talk about some of our favorite like must get snacks. We talked about the Crazy Shake. And Wetzel's Pretzels. (laughs) You and your Wetzel's Pretzels. They're just really good. Like. I don't understand but you why can you can get them at any mall in America, yeah, Ashley. But sometimes you want a pretzel, Jessica. Fine. Fine. They have a sprinkles, much like the Disney Springs. They have the sprinkles. They usually have some good vegan options there as well. So for that. Your favorite ice cream place? Salt and straw. I don't know that it's my favorite ice cream place. I'm not sure that I'm ready to give them that. But okay. they have great options. And I love, love, love that their options, their menu options change. And they're always like super delectable, really amazing. They are pricey. If you're used to paying a couple bucks for a soft serve cone, you're going to be like, what about the prices? There's usually a line. No big deal. If you are not wanting to wait in a line and you just want to grab something and go, you can go in their second, this is a hot tip, go in their second entrance, grab a pint from the refrigerator and walk oh, right so up to the smart. counter. So yeah, the smart. Pints, pints are like uh, 10, 10 bucks. Yeah, but you're going to pay like what, six for like two scoops yep. or something? So, And if you and the people you're with can agree on like a flavor, you can split it and it's such a great thing to do. And they always have vegan and gluten-free options. Not free options. So if you're allergy person, salt and straw, they have great hot fudge, do it. It's <laughs> awesome. I also have to give a, another chain shout out to Jamba Juice because I love Jamba Juice. And there is a Jamba Juice at downtown Disney. Not so talking about chain restaurants. <laughs> well, I mean, we're talking about things that you can eat there, right? If we're talking right. about salt okay, and yes. straw, Fine. an yes. Earl of Sandwich. Right. If you a want Jamba a healthy option there. on I your mean, way into the park, uh, it I don't is. Know, you don't want to do healthy, beignet. But. Yeah. Well, if you don't want to do a beignet and instead you want to get like a matcha tea smoothie, you can get that. You can get your kale in. <laughs> along with a ton of sugar but whatever it's yeah. fine they're delicious yeah. they're delicious acai bowls yeah. yeah there is a starbucks 
very conveniently located right as you get off the tram. So now let's talk about shopping. Of course, we get to start with World of Disney. You're going to find all of your souvenirs in there. It's massive. It's beautiful. It's so well done and well organized and, and just gives you the full Disney experience when you're in there. They're playing the music. You've got the smells. There's a bunch of different places to check out. And Ashley, last time I was there, I was able to try their new um, scan and go. So I didn't even have to wait in line. So they have this new thing where if you have the Disneyland app, you can grab something from World of Disney and scan it onto your phone and like pay for it through your Disneyland app. And if you're a pass holder, it takes off your pass holder discount for you. And then you just show it to the mobile area. You show it. These are my items. Here's the proof that I paid for it. And she's like, okay, do you need a bag? And if you need a bag, they'll give you a bag and you just go. This is wild. Great is that we are living in the future. It was like that Amazon grocery store where you just, you know, grab your stuff and pay for it yourself and leave. It was awesome because that's usually the worst part about World of Disney is having to wait in line, right? Oh, yes. So I hope that this was just a thing that they've just started doing and I hope they continue it. I really enjoyed using it. So yeah, shout out to World of Disney. They've got such great everything, everything you would need in there, obviously. Okay. Now that we've talked about World of Disney, let's yes. talk about our mutually favorite place to shop at Downtown Disney, which is the Wonderground Gallery. Wonderground Gallery. <laughs> By far and away, my favorite. I heard there was like a minute during COVID where they turned it into a Star Wars <laughs> a Star Wars like store. And like I lost my mind. I yep. lost my mind. I love the Wonderground Gallery. Local artists, artists you might not have heard of that have not only original art that you can buy and prints of art that you can get, but what's great is they even take those and make them into little like postcard size Mm -hmm. art. And so you can take, if you love something, but you don't want to spend $100 or if you don't have place for it on your wall or in your bag to go home, you can get these adorable postcard size versions of the art to put on your wall, to put at your desk at work. I love that. Or to send us postcards, I guess. And then, of course, you can buy the art and have it shipped to your home as well. So if that is something you want to do. I have so many of those postcards of things that like I love. And you've even sent me some. I mean, there have been times where I've been like, Jess, when you're at Disneyland today, we're downtown Disney. Look and see if they have a postcard of this print. But yeah. I love them. I mean, the art is just great. And pre-COVID and hopefully after COVID, they would do artist signings and they would have yeah. the artists come. Live artists. And mm-hmm. like you could meet them and have them sign the art that you bought and just talk Ask to them, them questions which is really cool so hopefully that will return mm-hmm. a lot of the artists that are featured to bring it back east coast for a hot second you know if you go to epcot international festival of the arts a lot of the artists that are featured there are also featured in wonderground gallery so you can get some of their really awesome prints out on the west coast and it's just a really cool spot and some of the I pieces are so unique and different and mm-hmm. Just aren't the obvious, like, Mickey Mouse, you know? Exactly. Not your typical Disney souvenir. And mugs and like coffee tumblers, kitchen towels. But again, not with like just your basic characters on them. These are artist renditions of them. If you start to like find an artist that you love, like most recently, Jared Mayuyama, we love him. Shout out to Jared. His stuff was just recently posted on Shop Disney. It sold out so fast. And it was all there at Wonderground when I went. And it was so great to be able to see it in person. It's so cute that like Kingdom of Cute stuff is all there. I mean, it's such a great place. It's a must visit for sure. His stuff is so great. I actually love, I mean, I love his stuff too, but my one of my favorite artists is Anne Chen. And yeah. I have a bunch of her pieces. I just love her style and her pieces are just awesome. And I'm just sad that I haven't gotten the chance to see her there. But yes, I mean, there's some artists you find their style and you just fall in love with it. And then, yeah, I was walking by there once and I was like, oh, that's a Katie Cook. That's a Katie Cook. I love Katie Cook. <laughs> you bought me a Katie Cook. Do you the remember Haunted this? Mansion one? Oh, I bought you a Katie Cook one at uh, San Diego Comic-Con. Yeah, yeah. You bought me the Katie. It's Belle. I have Cinderella and I got you Belle. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So we also love shout out to Katie Cook. We love Katie Cook as well. But yeah, I mean, if you go there often enough or you see certain things online, you just fall in love with art and then the artists, their stuff is there often and you can go and check out the different prints and things like that. So we love it. We're big fans. Highly recommend to stop. And right next door to it is my second favorite place to shop, which is Disney Home. All of it you can probably find on Shop Disney and you can find it at World of Disney, but it's sort of 
it's a shop dedicated to Disney home decor. So think spatulas, cookie cutters, tea infusers, mugs, mm-hmm. living that mug life. And then it also has all of like the wedding things, like all yeah. of the um, there's like usually a whole section dedicated to all of the stuff that you can get that are like Mr. and Mrs., you know, all the pretty like that white and black decor stuff that's really popular right now in Disney home. And then they've just got like the really in the back, they'll have the whole Disney pets area. Mm-hmm. So all the collars for your dog that are Disney themed and cat beds and toys and things like that. And they have a whole section devoted to Haunted Mansion home stuff. So if you want to decorate your home as the Haunted Mansion for Halloween, do it. <laughs> or as uh, in Jack Skellington, Nightmare Before Christmas, they have all of that home decor. I love that store. Their stuff is so cute. It's really cute. And it's nice to have like one store that's dedicated to all of those things. Because you're right, it does make it much easier to shop versus trying to find it all spread out throughout the world to Disney. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Also, Disney Dress Shop is a must visit if you are someone who wears dresses. They're so cute. I mean, thank God they did this. It's just so adorable. I love this whole thing. I hope Disney dresses never go away. I hope. Because also people wear Disney dresses more, I think, to Disneyland than they do at Walt Disney World, even though the Disney dress shop is there as well. But I think you'll see more of the dresses being worn in the parks at Disneyland, the regular, and and also D23 is here. So a lot of people wear the Disney dresses to D23 and they have everything there. Plus all your lounge fly. Oh my gosh, the Robin Hood for spring. I haven't seen it yet. It's picture like a light green and lavender aesthetic. Ooh. With the Robin Hood characters, like you haven't seen like made, Mar- you know, Marion on things. So it was really cool. Like, oh my gosh. It's just that spring aesthetic. It's really beautiful. That's what's in there right now. Plus they have the Alex and Ani. So yeah, that's a fun. And then a couple of doors down, you have your kind of standard shops from the malls. Like you have your Pandora and Sephora is there and the sunglass icon. And we can't forget, there is also a Lego store at Downtown Disney, just like there is at Disney Springs, although not as big. As I mentioned in the first part, at the California location, you've got to make a reservation to go mm-hmm. in there. Obviously, they're letting less people in there because of COVID right now. And they're not letting kids, you know, play in the Legos and all of that. But I don't know if this is going to be an ongoing thing. But if that's something that you want to experience, absolutely go there, talk to the person at the front, make a reservation for a time that you can go in the Lego store because you don't want to tell your kids that you're going to get them Legos and then not be able to (laughs) go to the Lego store. Definitely make the reservations for sure. And another great spot where you can pick up the Legos on your way out of the park, especially if you drove in the downtown Disney parking lot, it's on your way out of the park, which just makes it very convenient. Yeah, they have a lot of great little like grab and go areas for things like that. There's an outdoor pin area. So if you're a pin collector, for sure, and don't want to go through the parks and do pins, there's a whole like you can get all of the limited edition ones and everything there right by where you pick up the monorail on the side of the Disneyland Hotel. Mm-hmm. We didn't mention when we were talking about food, too, that there's a lot of like carts, like the <laughs> California churro cart. And there's like a usually a macaron cart and a popcorn cart. And those are great kind of like grab and go snacks as well. So but the other thing we didn't mention when it came to food, which we have to talk about is Marceline's confectionery. Oh, my gosh. How did we miss that? Oh I my don't goodness. know. When we were, talking, when about we were talking about candy apples and I was like, wait a second, we forgot to talk about Marceline's. How which is- did I miss like the greatest? Oh, my winter sprinkles and salt and straw and didn't go to Marceline's. I mean, Marceline's. They have much like Candy Cauldron in Walt Disney World. They are, I should say, Disney Springs. They have like the bakery glass that you go up and you pick out. You want Tiger Tails or your churro toffee, uh, which is super popular right now, your Rice Krispie treats and caramel apples and fudge and all of that at Marceline's. You can also usually watch the bakers making them through the window and it's just like drool on the window. (laughs) And they're so cute. And they're usually making like the fun, like Jack Skellington apples and things like that. Or you can pick up, they just started, this is interesting, Ashley, too, for you gluten-free and allergy people, there's a section of Marceline's that's dedicated to the snacks that they have in the bags that are all gluten-free. Yeah. So bars and breakfast bars and trail mix and lemon cookies and chocolate chip cookies all in bags with like cute Mickey and Goofy on them. So if that rather than trying to run around the parks and find those, you can just grab those on your way into the park. That's awesome. I'm so glad that they started doing that because it makes it so much easier for people to grab those snacks and 
take them with them and not have to worry about it or spend too much time in there trying to find stuff. So that's great that they started spreading it out. It is definitely, I will say, it's one of those stores, as you know, like you go in there and you're like, I'm just going to get one thing. Nope. Nope. (laughs) Nope. Sorry. But we warned you. They also usually have cute like kitchen stuff in there too, sometimes that you can grab. But the Disney Home Store is right there. So you could do that to there too. So that's for the shopping and the dining. I think we've covered those. Let's talk about entertainment. Because every time I've been there, there's been at least something happening. Like we mentioned, the outdoor performances at Splitsville, usually like a two-person kind of like singer-songwriter type of guy with a guitar kind of thing. But like I've seen magicians, a lot of magicians. Oh, wow. That's fun. (laughs) Yeah. Just like they're on the street doing their thing. They're picking out people from the crowds. I've seen cellists. I've seen just crazy musicians just are there that are absolutely phenomenal sometimes playing along to like a track or whatever, but then doing their own thing. And it's just really fun place to be at night. And this is any night of the week, usually not just on the weekends. And of course, the downtown Disney stage, which is in front of where the Rainforest Cafe at ESPN zone used to be, which is now currently during COVID, it's a Star Wars store which you have to make a reservation to go to, which is very well-themed and, and wonderful and place to get your lightsabers and kyber crystals and all of those things. But out in front of it is the Downtown Disney stage, which they usually had some really great singers, bands. They do swing dancing. They have like some swing bands sometimes out there. Check the schedule. There's usually someone awesome performing there. No one that you would know necessarily by name, just someone local that they hire to come but it's always a good time. It's awesome that they just have such like good atmospheric performances there. Yeah. It's basically free. I mean, yeah. right now they're charging $10 to park at Downtown Disney, but usually they have something where you can park. But if you buy something and are out by four hours, they'll refund your parking. <laughs> yeah. It's you some know? like weird, quirky thing. But yeah, I mean, you, you could definitely spend a couple of hours there for mm-hmm. sure. Walking around, going to the different hotels. So, I mean, if you're just going to downtown Disney and not going into the parks, if you're going to sit and eat at at least one place, I would say you could spend a good five, six hours there. Definitely if you're drinking, if you're going to go bowling or down dining, you could spend three hours there. You could spend six or seven hours there for sure. A whole day, maybe not. But I don't know. What do you think, Ashley, as a travel agent? What would you recommend to someone having a Disney vacation? I definitely think you can spend a couple of hours there. I feel like a whole day would be really hard to do, but you could definitely spend a good couple of focused hours there dining and a little bit of shopping and even, you know, just taking in some of the ambiance. I think the thing that I really like about Downtown Disney is it doesn't feel as frenetic. You know, it feels very laid back in a lot of ways. And so you can have that like moment of like, I'm going to grab a drink and people watch for a little while kind of thing. So I think if you're in Anaheim and you know you're not going to the parks but you want to check out some of the Disney stuff, you could easily pop over there for, you know, a couple of hours and uh and enjoy yourself. But I think I don't know if you need a whole day. Whole day seems like a lot. Yeah, I agree. So let's uh pop up to Hollywood, shall we? Hollywood. Yes, not let's do it. Not at all close to Anaheim. <laughs> not at all. Not at all. Well, not not close, but not close. It's a, uh, you know, an hour, an hour and a half away uh in Hollywood. We're going to Universal. If you're taking a trip to Universal Studios, Hollywood, you are going to likely walk through City Walk. It is, depending on where you park, usually Jurassic Parking, you will walk through the entirety of City Walk on your way to the park. If you park on the other side, you'll walk through less of it, but at least a portion of it you will get to see. And for sure, you should definitely check it out. Let's start with uh, the dining. Let's do it. There's some great places to sit down and eat. Some places that are similar to Universal City Walk Orlando, like Antojitos, the Bubblegum Shrimp Company, <laughs> Margaritaville, <laughs> Margaritaville, Vivo Italian Kitchen, which we mentioned. Something that's only at City Walk Hollywood is the Carl Strauss Brewing Company. Really great. It's sort of like above Antojitos, like you go up some steps and it's like on the second floor. So you're kind of like looking down and people watching over the area where they have the water that like spouts up. You know what I'm talking about? So yep. that the kids all run through and the water. Your kids and sometimes spend a the good adults. hour there. Yeah. And sometimes the adults, depending on how many drinks they've had at Carl Strauss Brewing Company or how many <laughs> tequilas at Antojitos. They also have a food court 
at the city walk. So if you are saving money, if you are not looking to spend a ton of money, you can go to Taco Bell, Pizza Hut, KFC, (laughs) Cinnabon, Johnny Rockets, Jamba Juice. (laughs) Don't say it like Jamba Juice is great. And Wetzel's Pretzels, Ashley. There's a Wetzel's Pretzel. (laughs) They also have a, a Blaze Pizza. That's one of those places where you get the crust and you get to like build your own pizza. So there's a lot of quick service. In terms of other sit-down dining, Buca de Beppo. Do people know what Buca de Beppo is? Is that like a national chain or is that only California? I feel like it's definitely West Coast because I've never seen one on the East Coast. I feel like I only knew West Coast people who knew what it was. Yeah. Well, Buca de Beppo is like this crazy (laughs) Italian restaurant where you order portions that are the size of, you know, a small child. It's family style. (laughs) And it's family style. And like the portions are massive. The decor is intense. Intense. I don't want to go with gaudy. I'm going to say intense. No, no, no. Intense. Intense Intense is a good word. The times that I have been there, it's always been for like a big birthday celebration or something like that where everybody's just going to share everything, which is always super fun for people with allergies who are like, actually, I'm going to need my own thing. (laughs) It is definitely a lot of food. So (laughs) just keep that in mind if you decide Mm -hmm. to go. Like, it's a lot of food. Yeah, there's a couple of new places coming in soon that, that might be open by the time we post this podcast. The Hard Rock Cafe is no longer there, and it's becoming a toothsome chocolate emporium. (laughs) This was just announced in January of this year. I am beyond excited to be able to experience toothsome anytime I want. All the chocolatey deliciousness. We talked about this in part one. If you didn't listen to part one, picture like Willy Wonka Chocolate Factory (laughs) restaurant, okay? But like just chocolate. Yeah, but there's food. But why are you ordering food? Just go get an appetizer, get a chocolatey adult beverage, and then get an insane peanut butter milkshake with like everything in it or some flourless chocolate cake and live your best life. Jessica (laughs) and I are definitely team ice cream for dinner. So just keep in mind that like we give you permission. (laughs) Your mileage may vary, but like we give you permission to just have the milkshake for dinner if that's what you want to do because you're on vacation or on a trip. So go for it. The other place that is opening soon is... Uh, By the time this episode goes up, there will be a Habit Burger and Grill up at CityWalk, which is exciting. It's a California chain, um, but delicious burgers. And they also have chicken and tuna and veggie patties, that kind of stuff. Johnny Rockets. So here's a fun fact about the Johnny Rockets in CityWalk. The Johnny Rockets in CityWalk has its own beer. Oh. Specifically brewed for that Johnny Rockets. I didn't know that. Yeah. I learned that because I went there and drank it. <laughs> How was it? <laughs> it was delicious. It's like a it's like a light lager. Like lager. it's nothing crazy, but you know, it's good. And it was really fun. And not apparently they're one of the only Johnny Rockets in the world that sells alcohol, which is very interesting too. So there's a full bar there, but of course, standard Johnny Rockets food. They also have a handful of like specialty burgers that are specific to that location. And it's huge. That Johnny Rockets is enormous, which is great. Another like sleeper hit that I think a lot of people seem to skip unless you know about it is Sparky's mini donuts and chocolates, which is like, I don't know how to describe it, like the little tiny donuts. And they are delicious. Super fun spot to go and grab some donuts, obviously. There's a store that you can go inside that has like fudge and chocolates Mm -hmm. and all these like truffles and things like that. And for really cheap, by the way, like I was really surprised at how affordable the last time I was there. I was like, wow, they have all this whole like row of Giardelli chocolates, but then also like made in-house fudge and they had like jalapeno, like chocolate covered jalapenos and chocolate covered bacon and all that kind of fun stuff. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But then they have a separate window that goes out to the main walkway that's just for their mini donuts. And you can smell it. It's like a walk-up window. Yeah. It's really, so good. Yeah. Fun to walk around with. The other place that's similar to that, that you can just smell, and it's literally as you walk into City Walk, is Popcornopolis. Yes. Mm-hmm. I love Popcornopolis. It's different than the stuff that you get in the store, too, because now it they've is. started selling it like in retail grocery stores. Mm-hmm. But you can get all sorts of different kind of flavors. You can mix and match them. You can get just like a little one to go, or you can get like a big tin of it <laughs> to take back to your hotel. A lot of them are freshly made there. 
So when you walk into City Walk and you smell that like caramelly, like popcorn-y esque smell, that's what it is. And it's delicious. My favorite is the zebra. My favorite is the cheddar. Ooh. I love the cheddar popcorn. It's more of like so it's good. a different kind of cheddar popcorn than I've ever had. It almost has like a like a buttery, cheddary taste to it, like a creamy cheddar. I love it. And then finally, this doesn't really necessarily count as kind of between shopping and food <laughs> is the it's sugar store. Yes. Yes. Such a great fun place. Kids love the it's sugar store. Adults love it. It's basically a big candy store. When you walk in, they hand you a plastic glove and a plastic bag, and you can go around to the different stations and fill your plastic bag with a bunch of different little individual candies that they have all around, like little individual Reese's or um, Bit of Honey's, those caramel things with the cream in the center that are delicious, right? Rock candy. And then they weigh your bag at the front and you pay by the weight. Or they, you can go around and buy candy and they have name a candy, they have it. And they also have just like really cute decor. There's This one is Wizard of Oz themed. And so there's like a full on Wizard of Oz like display made out of jelly beans. I was going to ask because like the last time I was there, there was a giant Marilyn Monroe made out of jelly beans. She is no longer there. It is currently the Wizard of Oz. <laughs> That's actually better. <laughs> yeah. So I'm guessing they change it up every so often. That's awesome. uh, but yeah, there was definitely like a monkey bat and <laughs> the tree that throws the apples at her and whatever. But yeah, I mean, if you love weird British chocolate. Or, you know, different flavored Oreos, all mm -hmm. of it are, I mean, there's so many things that you can get there. And if you're just like a fan of Swedish fish, you can get like Swedish fish socks. Like, yep. <laughs> they have Reese's such cool stuff. They yeah. also have every size jawbreaker. I didn't realize jawbreakers were such a popular thing, but literally yeah. you can get them in any like circumference, <laughs> any like diameter. They're huge, like the big ones and the little ones, which is just fascinating to see so many jawbreakers in one place. Yeah. So that's a really fun place to go. And they will, of course, let you not eat it in the store, but <laughs> take it out of the store and eat it or take it home. Also, just like fun little souvenirs that are like, what? So that's really a unique place. In terms of other types of shopping, obviously, they have like some regular and things that you'd find at malls like Abercrombie and Fitch and Fossil and Lids, Shoe Palace, Sephora, Skechers. But there are some really cute, like unique stores at Universal Studios. But first, I probably have to mention the fact that they have a Universal Studios store and a store called Production Central. And their store for souvenirs is phenomenal, especially their Harry Potter area. I went in there and I like took videos for five minutes. I mean, it's like you ha are in the wizarding world <laughs> in this store. They had wands, they had robes, all every house is represented in there. There's also like a place where performers can come out and do a show. It's super fun. And again, this is free. You know, you can park and go and just go in the shop. And if your kid loves Harry Potter, they're going to love it. See all these cool like, things through the glass windows. They have some really expensive stuff that was like in the two, 100 to $200 range. But then they have just like keychains and all of the Harry Potter things that you love. And then, of course, there's like the Minions area. Mm -hmm. They currently have a whole throwback area in Production Central because it's about to be the, 30, this is the 35th year of Back to the Future. Can you believe that? Back to the Future is 35 years ago. Let's not talk about it. So it's uh, older than Ashley. So, <laughs> so Not by much. There's a whole like throwback area of all of like the early Universal Studios stuff, like really early Universal Studios back when they were just a tour on the side of a mountain and they have merch that's themed towards that type of throwback stuff. It's really fun. But also like all of like the 90s themed hot pink. When I think of Universal in the 90s, I think like hot pink and neon green, don't mm -hmm, you? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it's all of that the is sign, there. the neon sign, yeah. which is still out in front of Universal Hollywood. Yeah. Like when you walk up in there. front of the fountain, the old school sign is still there. So I love that sign. It's so great. I think about that too, like that, like we talked about before, that neon esque, like bright colors and on black yeah. everything, day glow. Some other shops that you should not sleep on for sure are Francesca's, which is like a really cute, like boutique-y type of shop. The LA sock market sounds just like what it is, which is every sock 
like crazy sock that you could ever imagine is in this store. So if that's something you like, go check that out. I love the LA sock market. If you're a fan of the Dodgers of the Raiders, both of those have stores that are dedicated to the, I mean, the Dodgers one is really cool. You should just walk through there anyway, because there's also some just like cute memorabilia in there as well. And things from another world. People love this store. It's like a comic, like an old school comic book store, but designed by Universal. So there's like an Iron Man, like a full scale Iron Man in there and a full scale Batman and Harlequin. If you're a Funko Pops person, tons of Funkos, everything that you could think of. And then just like randomly like comic books and graphic novels and all things that you would find in just like a a massive old school comic book store. So things from another world, super fun. I also got to check out Nectar Bath Treats, which is like their new, it's like a bath bomb kind of store. But when you walk in, they wash your hands with like this scrub that totally is like one of those like scrubs that you put on your hand that just like makes your hands feel so soft. And everything there is, uh, it's all like vegan products and everything there is shaped like food, but it's oh, soap. that's kind of cool. <laughs> so definitely lots of fun shopping to do. And then in terms of entertainment... The movie theater. They just redid it, right? Isn't it yeah. like this giant? It was pretty upscale a couple of years ago, and now it's like. Yeah, it's legit. Insane. It's for sure. I know people who live around here who go to that movie theater exclusively. So, you know, then you can get a treat from uh, from Sparky's and bring it in your purse and <laughs> take it into the AMC. And they also have the Five Towers stage, which is out near the movie theater, kind of like in front of what's now going to be Toothsome. And in normal times, there's usually, you know, live music and like people performing out there and Mm -hmm. dancers. And they've done different like contests and thing in the past. So like there's always something happening out there. And the reason why they call it Five Towers is there's five towers, but they have all these LED lights. And at night, it's crazy to look at, but it's really cool. And there's a lot of open space to like dance and stuff. Yeah. And if you're sitting outside at the food court, you have a great view of those people. There's are sitting outside the sushi place and kind of see everything that's going on there. So it's definitely fun. It just depends on what night of the week that you're there. But I would say this is more of like go in the evening because no breakfast places are really jumping out at me. Maybe the donuts, like, but that's more like eat some donuts and grab a coffee at Starbucks on your way into the park kind of thing. You could exit the park because it's all very walking distance and not as massive as Universal City Walk Orlando. So you could absolutely go and sit and eat lunch out there and then go back into the park and finish the rest of your day in the park. But more, I think it's more of like a nighttime place as well. Not as clubby in its current state as Orlando, but I would say you can probably, if you're eating, you know, maybe three hours, four hours. It's not an entire day, probably. And it's the similar kind of setup with Universal Orlando, where the park doesn't stay open super late. Mm -hmm. So it's a really good spot as you're leaving. If you're going to the park and you're leaving the park, it's a great spot to like go grab something to eat and do some walking around or something like that. But yeah, I mean, like you said, it's also a great spot to just go and grab lunch and then go back into the park too. So it's small. I mean, it's definitely, I would say it's even like less time than downtown Disney. Yeah, but still fun and definitely worth checking out and good restaurants. And when Toothsome opens, I'm sure it's going to be insane. Oh, it's going to be crazy. Yeah. And now finally, wrapping up our California shopping districts, the California Marketplace in front of Knott's, our honorable mention. We got to give it a shout out because Mrs. Knott's has been open since, what did we say, 1934? And so that's been there a long time. And they have added and added and added in front of Knott's. Again, it's something that you have to walk through to get to Knott's Berry Farm Amusement Park. Absolutely worth checking out. If you can go to Mrs. Knott's Chicken Dinner, it's a must (laughs) do. Ashley will tell you. They have like a tea room that's like kind of cute, but then they just have, they've just kept expanding onto that restaurant. And it's huge in its home style, fried chicken, boysenberry pie, get a boysenberry lemonade, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, the treats, the food is just, it's so good. And honestly, now that I'm thinking about it, you know, if you went and did the day at Downtown Disney, but didn't, you know, get to eat at Downtown Disney for dinner or didn't grab a reservation, you could just pop over to Knott's Berry Farm. Oh, yeah. California Marketplace, because mm-hmm. it's not far at all <laughs> yeah. from downtown Disney, and uh, and eat there. Check it out. So you could actually do a full day of both of those things if you wanted to, because they're not that far away from each other. 
yeah, it's super cute and really like very, very rustic. Rustic. And- <laughs> yeah. Kind of like Southern rustic for sure. Yeah. And it's very cute. So it deserves the honorable mention for sure, mm-hmm. especially just for the fried chicken. Yeah. And you can get that chicken to go mm-hmm. if you're staying at a local hotel. You can get like a bucket of fried chicken <laughs> and a boysenberry pie or a slice of boysenberry pie to go right there from the bakery. The only other real sit-down place that I can think of at California Marketplace is the TGI Fridays. So those are basically your two options. So you might as well try to go for the California, the Mrs. Knott's. Yeah. I mean, TGI Fridays is the same everywhere you go. Everywhere. This is Much Mrs. Knott's. Like pretzels. <laughs> <laughs> but some people love TGI Fridays. So Somet- that's your yes. Name. Yes, they do. And sometimes people want pretzels, Jessica. Right. It's fine. Also, don't sleep on the farm bakery where mm-hmm. they have like special order cakes and desserts right next to Mrs. Knott's. Amazing. The baked goods there are really good. And I'm trying to think of what else they have for food. There's a Starbucks. There's also some really fun shopping as well. There's definitely some great shopping. They have multiple gift shops. There's the Virginia's gift shops, which is the one that has like everything. Well, everything is boysenberry there, right? If you don't know. (laughs) If you don't know, you will learn fast. But Virginia's kind of has everything. They have collectibles and souvenirs and all of that. And then there's like the Marketplace Emporium, which around Christmas time and actually all year round, they have Christmas stuff as well as like seasonal types of things. There's like a great, if you're a pet lover, there's a ton of stuff for your pets. They actually have a -A Build-A-Bear workshop uh, down in California Marketplace. So you can kind of, since they're already sort of that old Western theme, Mm -hmm. you can get like a cowboy or cowgirl bear. (laughs) So a train conductor bear for your kids. Yeah. And of course, the berry market where you Mm -hmm. can get all of your jams. Knots is known, obviously, for their berries and their jams and all of that. And so they have it in every way, shape, and form. (laughs) Every type of jelly. Boysenberry jam, boysenberry face mask, boysenberry body glitter. It's everywhere. Jellies, gift packs. You know, you can get custom gift baskets there. That's really fun. But my number one place to go in California Marketplace is the Peanuts headquarters. Of course. Okay. This is such a cute shop. First of all, it's decorated. The outside is yellow and painted with like a Charlie Brown like stripe across it. It's so cute. And then just everything in there is themed so well to Peanuts. If, you for, if you're kind of like, oh, Peanuts, do I like Peanuts? Once you walk in, you're going to be like, oh, yeah, I love Peanuts. Like, <laughs> it'll take you back to your childhood. They have a screen showing old cartoons. Everything is just so well themed in there. I mean, there's exclusive merchandise in there that you can only get at Peanuts headquarters. You can see like Snoopy's Red Doghouse. <laughs> and then, of course, the Christmas area is usually phenomenal. And of course, the pet area is great. So, yeah, there's just like a lot of really cute Charlie Brown, Linus and Lucy, Sally, Christmas, mostly, but Snoopy. And it's stuff that you can't, I mean, you don't normally see Peanuts stuff around. Right. Oh, you can take a picture behind the um, psychiatric help five cents. You can take a picture like behind that. <laughs> that which, is like, my next. I need that for my but the next time we go. I need a photo. That's going to be my new profile picture. I mean, just... is that so Instagrammable or what? But yeah, you can take pictures. They have like, just cute little peppermint patty and Franklin. I mean, it's so cute. Woodstock. So I love the, that place. So So definitely don't miss it. So even though California Marketplace is smaller, it's still absolutely something to check out, if not just for the Mrs. Knott's Chicken Restaurant and Boysenberry Pie. You could spend some time there. I went and I spent what? Probably with eating, I probably spent two hours there. Huh. And that's with a, a sit-down dining. Maybe maybe a little more, maybe two and a half hours. There's not a ton. You definitely couldn't waste a whole day there. If you're driving, you know, if you're touring Southern California or if you're heading like from LA and you're heading down to, you know, Orange County and down to like South Coast, it's literally right off of the freeway. It's a good place to kind of swing through and stop. And I kind of like it. I recommend it to people who are that are driving around, especially when they want something that's kind of unique and isn't like, we don't want to go to an Applebee's or, you know, something standard. They want to try something different. Like I always try to recommend if they're heading in that direction to stop at Knott's because it's the only time you're ever going to get to check something like that out. Yeah. And again, with Knott's Soak City right across the street, the Knott's Hotel right there, it's all basically walking distance. 
And I like that you can sort of, even if you're not going into Knott's theme park, you can see the Ghost Rider roller coaster mm-hmm. from Mrs. Knott's and you kind of like get like a little view into the park, which is really great. Yeah. I mean, it's a good spot to like people watch and kind of get a feel for the theme park without actually having to physically going in. So I think it's a definitely a sleeper, but definitely one you should check out. Well, I think we've covered all of the theme park shopping districts in Southern California. Did we miss something? Do you have suggestions for us? Are you mad that uh, <laughs> that we didn't say your favorite place to shop or your favorite snack? Are you also mad that Saddle Ranch is closed at City Walk? Because I am very upset <laughs> about it. It's been this. closed since 2017. Jessica. Uh, she's got to get over it. <laughs> but where am I going to ride a mechanical bull now? Where? I'm sure there are other places. We will find you a spot <laughs> to ride a mechanical bull. Fine. R.I.P. Saddle Ranch. <laughs> Thank you. If we did miss something or if you have questions or want to know more, you can always reach out to us. Find us on the web, themeparkettes.com. On Instagram, we are at the theme parkettes. My personal Instagram is at actor Jessica Gardner. And mine is at happy go Ashley. You've got to hit up Ashley if you are wanting some more advice on planning your trips to either Orlando or Southern California. She will totally help you out. And she has all of the best advice and suggestions of places to go beyond even what we talk about in our podcast. And I promise that I will not make you wear body glitter. Body glitter optional. <laughs> or eat Wetzel's pretzels. Or eat Wetzel's get pretzels. At your hometown mall. But I will tell you where they are. We are Jessica and Ashley, the Theme Parkettes. And hey, if you see us drinking boozy hot chocolate in the lobby of the Grand Californian and some awesome rocking chairs by the fire, definitely come up to us and say hi. Remember, you can sit with us. Thanks, everybody. 